0: you left back, like I let me know. I'm definitely not as good as him, but tell One goal, well one People deluded, I'm back again. Come on, Ian,
1: man. come you <laughs> <laughs> <Those> always <are laughs> that active that offenders have been Like. That's the I that given like the people deluded i'm back
0: again come on on, (laughs) like the big man ian wright just said people deluded i'm back again obviously arsenal and city are allegedly in the title race i don't look at the league table Yo, i'm
1: gonna get daps in the building man what are you saying my first question to you was going to be, do you know us yet? Yeah. And you've just, you've just, bro, come on. You Don't tell me you're not believing yet. Come on. I don't, I don't.
0: What's there to believe? I, I believe, well, what does belief mean? That's a subjective concept. I believe, myself. I mean I believe in myself. But...
1: You're just waiting for the season to end and then you'll judge it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man, that's it. all you can do is live in the moment, man. We got ten games left. Obviously, we're, I'm just happy to be here, bro. I'm just happy to be here. Straight from the school of Arsene Wenger, man. Obviously, smash the like button, people. Again, if you're on YouTube, even if you're on Twitch, but if you're on YouTube, all you need to do is click the title and make sure you're following. Never a foul. Still waiting on my debut on that channel. Who knows? Oh. Arsenal City preview settings. It might be a thing. Who knows?
1: <laughs> Whenever you're ready, I was gonna.
0: That was one of my things to say to you. We're waiting because we need. We need that. We need that. We need it immediately, man. It's only right. It's only right. As I said, follow the thing. Any comments, anything like that, make sure you feel no sort of way about getting them in. Now, let's get into serious business, man. Before we we talk about Arsenal City or Saka and Foden, which, again, I've kind of been forced to speak about that, you know. Are you the same as me then? I'm not one to get involved. In fact, let's start with that. I'm not one to get involved in that. Me
1: personally
0: bro, I think it's very close. I think Foden's more talented. I think they're both talisman. I think they're both decisive. I think they're two star boys. I actually feel they're going to end up in two positions. I know playing at City, you play yeah, everywhere, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Saka's a winger. Foden's a 10 slash like 8. I see him doing the Kevin De Bruyne and stuff. They're both doing what they're doing for the country. They both should be key parts of the country. The only thing I would say, and it's not really fair to Folden or Saka, just to kind of be a bit biased to Arsenal, I think Saka thrives in that City team. I think Foden thrives in the Arsenal team. I don't know if he makes the difference week in week out like Saka is doing, but I don't think it's a thing. I don't. I don't think it's a thing, man. Let me yeah, know. Do you know, know what?
1: what? You everything you just said is spot on. Like this week, on am never Foul, because of internationals. We don't like covering international shit Yeah. so we're trying. So <laughs> Join the club, they're, bro. Like, they're doing comparison shows, and I'm. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to be on them, like unless we're talking about players that both finished their career yeah i don't want to i don't want to do it it's like and this one in particular and you know what i did some before when i saw you wanted to speak on it or i thought you did i went and actually thought you know what because for me yeah it's not a conversation because in an ideal team Foden on the left sacker on the right or actually you know what drop Foden into a 10 drop him even in a couple and of they years cook together whatever but for me like i'm a big Big fan of Saka. Like, I'm sorry, any player that his age can switch from left-back to right-wing, like, he's a baller, isn't it? Yeah. And then you see the impact he's had this season with you, man. Like, I think you're right. I do think that Foden technically is better than Saka. But I was thinking, like, Foden's already had a few injuries. Saka hasn't. So then we're going to score Saka up on that. I looked at the actual numbers, yeah, bro. And I looked at the numbers across Premier League, uh, all cup games, all European games, and all, all international I t- games. I tried
0: to do I tried to do a tig similar to that today as well, but go on. So it's I, probably I'm not meant it's to do, not to what you want on
1: an Excel spreadsheet, bro. The numbers, yeah. And then you look at the number of games to the number of goals, the number of assists, they're both on like like it's point point bro, it's point neck and neck, bro. to separate them. Like it's they're they're so similar. And you know what? At, at one point, probably city fans thought we might see Saka in a city team.
0: Thank God. I, I would have ruled it out one day, but no, at least it looks know, like he you know, signed a new know, deal, bro.
1: Not now. Not now. Not now. Um, but for for me, even for England in the World Cup, I think when they're both played, they look good. They look like they've got friendship as well. Like, as well, they look like... So... Facts. I'm a big fan of Saka. And the other thing I would say on Saka is, yeah, is this season, he's really proven it in it? Like, um... Facts. When, when I get asked which one's better, I'm like, right, you know what? If you're talking this season, however much Foden has now come back and made a difference for us, he was missing for a bit. So, Saka is 100% having a better season than Foden. Yeah, he's in, in the too. richer
0: run of form. But as yeah. you know, it's like if it rains one day, it'll be, it'll, it'll be sunny the next. These things are very interchangeable. And Saka's had a bit of adversity, missed the penalty, obviously Foden... One luxury that Saka has that Folding doesn't is, you know, if you, you can't really have an off day in the City team and you're playing, you've got some serious
1: guys there, you know, Grealish was, you, can't, you know, he had a tough yeah, start for you know to life at City and I, now he's doing his thing. We don't really have that. That's true. Do you know what? I was just, I'm watching Never Foul. They Foul. They're doing this show where they get to t- talk on each other's teams and say what each team, they think each team needs to still be where they want to be next season. And for Mm. Arsenal, I just heard Ty, hold tight Ty, say that he thinks Arsenal need a right winger. Yeah. And he said, now everyone knows I'm a big fan of Saka. He said, but the reason I'm saying this, and I think it was spot on, is that because I've said this to a few Arsenal fans Arsenal have seen their team win leagues, win cups. Yeah. Mm. You have seen that back in the era. Then that stopped because of the stadium. Now you're coming back to your what could be another golden era. I think Mm. this time what you'd want to see is maybe you want to see a team retain it. Maybe you want to see uh, more success in Europe, yeah? And that's where you're looking at, right? When we're playing more games, Saka is already... The way you lot must feel about Saka is similar to me with Rodri. That when you've seen a player for seasons consistently have to play week in, week out, week in, week out, you're worried that at some point, yeah... That's gonna
0: catch up with him. A hundred percent, bro. Not to cut you, but like that's 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 the one thing with Saka. Like, obviously, I believe that. I believe, obviously, in an ideal world, we'd love to rotate Saka. We'd love him to get rest. You know, I'm always scared anytime he's hobbling or get tackled. But on the same time, I believe end of the day, like Pep said, like Pep once said, and Arteta echoed, "If you want to play for a big team, you need to play every three, yeah. every free day, every uh, every three times a week, and every you know three games potentially in ten days." What if I would you can, say, yeah. yeah, I would say my thing with him is when you look at kind of, you know, if you was to say Benzema, says Fabregas, Rooney and Milner. Now, Milner and and Benzema are still playing, but when you look at Cesc and Rooney, they kind of bust through at 16, 17. Clearly, they were both better players than, than Saka at this moment, but they played a lot of games. And then, they kind of, they're the end, the tail end of their careers. It happened very quickly and very negatively. That would be my only fear with Saka is the yeah. catch up of that sort of stuff. And I, I, to, well, well, I'm, 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 say them again, because
1: I think that's a fucking amazing. Milner, Milner
0: Benzema, Cesc, and I think I said Rooney. And you look at that, only two of them are still doing their thing. Fair enough. You know, Milner's still doing what he's oh, doing, and Benzema's still Milner... surviving.
1: Because they all come through at obviously various levels,
0: but they're all 16, they were all like 16, 17. And you look at Sess and Rooney, they flattened out a lot, yeah.
1: And this is it. And Benzema was rotated. Do you know what? That's a mad point, you know. Benzema
0: had a couple of seasons where he weren't necessarily the main guy at Real Madrid. That I would say that would be my only concern to go back to your point about a winger. It's a techie one because I don't see us buying a winger that's gonna eclipse Saka. I, I we probably have to be a bit cute and kind of do the Trossard one. In an ideal world, I would like to bring in someone better than Saka or levels with Saka. Kind of what you got, you know, you lot have a bunch of sick players. It doesn't really matter how good you are. And just as a neutral looking at City, you know, Grealish is probably one of the first names on the team sheet. I've seen Mares, I've seen Foden, I've seen Bernardo. Yeah. They uh Mares, if I didn't see it, there's a point where they're really in form, really, really playing well. And that's it. They're in the team. I think we kind of need that. And you made an excellent point about squad depth and rotation. If we want to be a team aspiring to do what you lot have done and anyone else, we need squad depth. You can you can never have too many players. You know, we've relatively kept a, a steady ship, everybody playing. But we've had little nigs and noggles yeah. and little yeah. things like that. And you would like to be able to rest players. But
1: and, I and just don't see who we get. And the thing is, yeah, and with that is... This is like first season. And this is like Liverpool it's right big. now. Liverpool fans will talk about they're tired. Bro, we're like six seasons in to doing this now, yeah? But I think you will go down a similar route to City, probably because of the fact it's our town, in that you will keep your squad quite small. Because City's squad is small, bro. It's just quality. So it's got depth in the right areas, yeah. man. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it, in the right sure. areas. But the other thing is that I think you'll have, and you've already started to see it, that we have, is players that can play in different positions. That's the key with City. Like the players, players are actually players.
0: good in that position, I'd say, because we've seen William and these kind of guys, shoehorn. Obviously, we've took two players off you. Obviously, Jesus, exclusively playing up front, can play out wide. Zinchenko, very happy you lot sold him to us. You've got Benjamin well, and kind of Tomiyasu. So we need multifunctional players, man. And Even Martinelli and Trossard, to a degree.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong. Zinchenko actually hasn't played through the middle for you yet, has he? No, he hasn't middle. played
0: through the middle, like organically, like but starting can, in midfield. Well.
1: No, no, he just runs and does what he's doing, man. Really Ukraine, been... Ukraine, for Ukraine, he controls games in the middle of the pitch for him. You see it, exactly. I'm su- I'm surprised at times you haven't seen that when you've had, like when you went through that period where, um, Pike I think Pite was injured and, um. I, I thought, I wouldn't be surprised if you see Tierney pop up on the left and then pop Zinchenko. I, I am the,
0: shocked that Zinchenko hasn't started in midfield. Not um, shocked because I could see why you would blame there, but I am kind of shocked, obviously, with what he's doing with Granite and stuff like that. he's just found the work around and all of that. I wanted to ask you, because this comment might be interesting, and I don't know. Again, you're a City fan. He said, Folden's a winger. When was the last time he played centre-mid? I think the man's a centre-mid regardless, but I'll let you take um, that one, man.
1: I think probably the last time he played there was against Chelsea in the... Was it the FA Cup? Probably. I think it was the FA Cup. You know what it is, right? With with Foden and Grealish, with both of them. And, right, for me, Grealish, yeah? Mm. I'm, I'm not feeling him as a winger, right? He's
0: not a um, winger.
1: He's a 10 or
0: and, 8 or something.
1: Thank you. And for me, yeah, like, Grealish for me has been one of our top three players this season, right? But whenever he comes into the middle of the pitch, picks up the ball deep, yeah, and runs at defenses, people are attracted to him. Defenders just go to him, which leaves space for Haaland to run into. So I just think, and I was thinking earlier when we got Bernardo Silva, Bernardo Silva was a winger, right?
0: Yeah, or Pep yeah. Was playing
1: him was a winger, and I don't know. If sometimes Pet thinks, you know what? To understand how I want you to play, you're going to go and do your graft as a winger, and then when I think you're ready, because Pet knows. The place you win and lose games is in midfield. When you're Mm. ready...
0: Wenger used to run that sort of stuff with the younger players as well, put centre-mids out wide so so they kind of have a more appreciation. So there could could be logic to that still.
1: I think the only thing with Foden is, and like Pep said, that he knows one day Foden will drop deeper. But with Foden's kind of pace, and he is quite accurate with his shooting, and he's direct, and he also knows when to pass, when to shoot. I think that's why Pep is struggling to drop him deeper. Because it's like, you know what? at the moment if you're if you're just Use talking that you feel exuberance sort of thing. Yeah if you if you're looking at players for output of goals or assists then ultimately Alvarez, Haaland, Foden, Mares, there you for. So I think that's the thing. But I think eventually you will drop deeper. But right now I think Foden is still still a winger.
0: I'm, I'm with you I think personally you know especially what you said about the whole education thing I think if Pep says you can play out wide then you play out wide I think yeah. you don't have to be alright I think people get a bit too complicated with football I mean the man's got yeah, all the yeah, you yeah. know like you said you know he's got we all know Foden he's got terrific talent eyes in back of his head lovely first touch he's got all the raw capabilities to play midfield this just is This is just reality is you're a young player not on the peripheral but you've got some real stars in the City team so just getting yeah. where you can and a lot of them City players are getting a bit older you're fair spring chicken just run around and play games you, yeah, you will happen it. that's it you know and it will happen
1: it, in the truth of it to me yeah right so with Bellingham and and where he's gonna go I want him to come city just to piss Liverpool off that is pretty much <laughs> like don't get me wrong and I'm not knocking Bellingham I think Bellingham for his age again like Saka what he was doing Bellingham in the city in the England team from Young he's showing IQ but If I look at a player that I think is going to change a team, I don't think Bellingham goes into any team in the Premier League and changes them. I actually think if we don't get Bellingham, I honestly think, and Bernardo goes or Gundogan goes, I think Grealish can do one of them two roles. I think Foden can do one of them two roles. I'd rather we then go and get another winger. But it just would be funny with how much Liverpool think he's going there just to go elsewhere. That would be the only reason. So. What what, you, what, he, he even the thing is with bellingham he could fit into any of the premier league teams right yeah but like a glove really i don't think he changes any of the premier league teams because even if he goes liverpool they need two more next to him so it doesn't
0: I'm with you because I think even if Arsenal signed him, which we don't have a chance, you know, obviously we could put up cash, but we're not in that race. I think he takes us up. I don't think he takes us up another level. I think it's a player with the potential to do that one day, a star that ties into it. Like I could see, you know, if you offered me Jude Bellingham today and Xhaka would have to be like kind of demoted, I'm taking that. But I agree with what you're saying in that he doesn't raise us to a next level with that. I wanted to ask you, what have you made on City this season, man? Because looking at you lot, you lot are still doing what you're doing, but... It does feel like a couple of players. You know, you mentioned Bernardo Silva. It's like every day he wants to go back to Spain. Gundogan's future, according to what report you read. Obviously, you've seen Cancelo go, which I couldn't have seen happen a year ago when he signed a new deal. What have you yeah, made to, yeah. like, individually you individually know and
1: collectively? Right. It's been... It's been a mad season for City. It started off with everyone saying we've already won the league just because we've signed ha- Haaland, which I was thinking, and to be honest with you, we were still 10 games into the season and people were still saying it. And I'm like, have you seen the league? Where what are you building this on? Um and then everyone tries to find that one reason why things aren't quite cooking.
0: Mm.
1: And it's it's never one reason. Like people some people will say City're in transition because of Haaland I don't like using the word transition. I'm sorry for a club like Man City. I don't want to hear it because we've brought one player that it's a transition. For me... Yeah, that's definitely cop-
0: not for one player. It shouldn't be it shouldn't that, that.
1: Well, that's a cop-out. I, I get that it's, it's a massive style change. For Pep that is used to dominating midfields, now he's one man down in midfield. I get that's a style change, but it's not transition for me. I think that's the thing. that What's happened is Haaland's come in. Pep's had to drop that one man in midfield. So, then he thought, right, where am I going to find that next man in midfield? So, one of the fullbacks. And we're going into say, the middle. We've always inverted. No, we've always played far forward. Inverted means coming in. And that's what's happened. Now, that's happened while also we've had injuries at the back. Like, people will never speak on it. They speak about Liverpool injuries. Walker, Diaz, Stones, Laporte have all been out for five to six weeks this season. Yeah. So, if you invert, especially your Stones, he
0: yeah, had an easy time with injuries. It seems like every oh, week he picks up is, another. I don't
1: look. know what it is, is, but when you invert your fullbacks, yeah, that leaves two at the back. Now, if you're two at the back of Diaz and Stones or Diaz and Laporte, no problem. If you're two at the back of Ake and Akanji, yeah, who are kind of new to the system and neither of them know how to lead a line, yeah, both could be in trouble. And, And that's the thing. We've scored the most goals in Europe this season, but we've also conceded far more than we usually do. So that's what I think it is. It's been hard. Look, the the charges thing, that's been hard. Everything's been... There's been periods this season where it's been like hard. Yeah? Like, doing big six, bro, on a Wednesday, it went through a period where I'm thinking... I just want a week where there's nothing to talk about with City. So I can just kick back and chill, yeah? And every I don't think there'll ever be a boring day with you, Lot's Club, man, uh, especially with what you're doing in the league, man. But It's funny because when we're winning, 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 I'm like, you know what? We're always the last to talk about and it's boring. But then now I'm like, fucking hell. Like, even when I'm thinking, oh, we've got Southampton in the cup, this is going to be an easy one. No, we go and lose. And um, the from my side, I've always stated, yeah, that. I think City will win the league based on the team we become when it gets to the business end of the season. Yeah. This is why I'm scared. <laughs> and and I'm not gonna lie, there's been so many hurdles. Like at, at the beginning of the season, even first game, I gave Arsenal credit for that win at Palace, away game, opening game of the season, even in kickoff. It's hard, yeah. I know that. I've been giving them credit, but I was always like, nah, but they're not gonna win no league. When it got to January. I was like, do you know what? We need to stop with this now. Like, and no, and this is the thing. I've had to hold my hands up and go, do you know what? Like, and I'm now at the point where when people say saying Arsenal are going to crumble, I'm like, everyone needs to stop that. Like, and I do get why some Arsenal fans are talking loud. Because at the start of the season, the shit they had to take, they should talk loud. They've earned the right to talk with chess now. Like, they have. I think if um, we win,
0: we. I think we gotta win it first before that, though, man. I think there's a difference but, but between way, doing it and bro, done it, man. In
1: either way, you still have the right to talk the chest again. You've got your chest back, bro. Like even if you don't win this, yeah, shout
0: out Arteta for that.
1: Hundred. That is Arteta, and and it won't go neither, for me. Like this. Oh, if they don't win it this season, look, Arsenal are one of the biggest clubs in world football. Yeah. Money's never been an issue with Arsenal, right? They haven't stayed in pay for, and actually as a club, they're run pretty fucking well, yeah? So money and cash flow, if they want to spend money, is not an issue. But I think the board are learning when to spend money. I'll tell you, it's teaching the board. Sometimes, you know what, you are going to have to spend some money if you want to achieve what me and you... And I've said this before about Tottenham. The difference between Tottenham, City and Arsenal, yeah, is... What Tottenham needs is, and this is the key, at Arsenal and City, you have a manager and a board that both know what the end game is, singing from the I same hymn, Chief, it, and that rubs off onto everyone else. Whereas at Tottenham, you've got a manager who, let's be real, his end game is money. You've got a board who, let's be real, their end game is money, and they don't really have no objectives, but money. So Levy wants to it, sell like, whiskey tickets and in. all of that now, man. No one can tell us. Whereas at Arsenal now, your board and your manager are pulling in the same direction, and now you're getting players that are pulling in the same direction as well. So whereas before you were also getting players that were coming for money, and when that when it's all that, there's no there's no actual goal. So I think next season right. you might spend money because now you know that spending money will help you take Arsenal to the next level.
0: I think I'm with, you. I'm with you in that I would say for me you know like you said up until obviously once the Emirates was paid off spending money hasn't been a thing I think when I say spending money it's obviously you've got Pepe big money signings, Lacazette 50 or didn't really give much return respectfully to Lacazette but then you've got the Willian on a free transfer the Abamian deal which obviously are big wages I think it's just been ca- in case of how we do it and I have liked Edu and specifically Arteta's talent ID you know we wanted Condé didn't get him got yeah. Benjamin White wanted Lissandro maybe to make him a left back I think he would have been a left-sided centre-back. I don't know what that would have meant for Gabriel. Got Zinchenko. We got Gabi Jesus after the Vlahovic thing didn't work. And I do think, obviously, that's a luxury that, you know, we haven't been expected to win things under Mikel Arteta initially. But we've got a somewhat plan. I think, as you said, in the summer now, we've got to sit there and go, Tough decisions, central midfield. You know, from when Pep walked in with you, lot, I'm sure there was players where you oh, like Joe he Hart. Was doing. The first
1: one, Joe Hart.
0: Yeah, even that, the club legend. He's like, nope, you can't play the football. I yeah. need you to play. One love, my guy. Next one. That was it. You that gotta was gotta do that It's
1: like as a fan base. bro, when we're when we're away in Europe, yeah, there's this always thing that we see how long we can get the Joe Hart song to carry on for, yeah, because the city lot love the Joe Hart song. Probably right, so, he, he's done stuff for your club about about beating the United six one, but we see how long. Like we love Joe Hart, yeah, but you can't ask for something. Then a manager comes in that's trying to give you what you want, and they go no, no, no. But you can't get rid of a legend. Like we want, be, we want change, Dortmund's but not change legend.
0: here and change there. Don't work like that. Tough you decision. And our
1: teams had to do these tough decisions. I were not happy with Meza Ozil, but I see the angle. And and this is the thing. And I think now with with Arsenal, right? The other thing is the plays that you're getting, yeah, right. Let's take Mudrik as an example. Right, mm. I know Arsenal fans are pissed off that Chelsea got him and you, man, didn't. And I've said to a few Arsenal content creators, you know what? Or, oh, in fact, rivals that try and go at Arsenal about her, they couldn't even get him. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that was a bit naive that they they thought. But let's be real. I don't really think many clubs will be able to get the better of Chelsea in a transfer window Yeah, Yeah, because of Chelsea, what they're doing. They'll do whatever they they have to do they've got no like we got to a point Blank yeah, where we had to go we we'll walk like uh, Cucurella in the summer we've had to go now you know what but you Georgina, know when he was about? when he was back over them sides as well because he was linked with you like you lot walked away and we had to walk away and this is a thing yeah that if you remember when Sanchez left you right Sanchez had been flirting with Pep having conversations with Pep telling Pep he wanted to leave Arsenal to come City to Fact. be part of the project and win stuff right the minute money got put in front of his face his God. head got turned and Pep, the board asked Pep, what do we do? And Pep said, if you don't, if he, if his head's being turned by money, then he's been lying to me for the last six months. Yeah. He's not about a project. He's about P. Let him go. And we all know how that ended. So if you look right. at Mudrik and now you look at Trossard, bro, which one's working out better?
0: Obviously Trossard, obviously I, I actually like Mudrik. So I'll give him next season when Chelsea maybe look a bit more healthier, but I agree. And I think for me with the Mudrik thing, is why, again, I have to praise Mikel Arteta and Edu, because last summer, last January, sorry, as much as we was like, yeah, saved wages, as I said then, if we needed a goal, you couldn't go save wages, come off the bench and help us, really. And you saw what Spurs, not that I want to praise them, but they brought in Pentacle, they brought in Kulisevsky, And on top of many other reasons, us not bringing in players and then bringing in players made the difference, because we had to play them with Rob Holding, Cedric, etc. So I praise the club for January. you brought in Jorginho, yeah. still need another one, but he's done all right. And Trossard, he had a, he had a, you know, he had one foot out at the Brighton door. You fit our football. You fit what Mikel wants. You're 28. You're someone that always turns up against Arsenal. Why not take him off the turns market? Up against and... City as well. I would have took. Yeah, but the man's right. here. Oh.
1: Liverpool as well, and we're going to need him at Anfield in a few weeks. Really. Yeah. I I would have took him at City. I think that's January transfer window is massive. Like I can look at. There's been January transfers where we've got Zeko before. We've got uh, Laporte in the January transfer. It's a very hard window, and I do think. When people said, oh, see, Arsenal failed in the January transfer window, I'm like, are you mad? They went in a bit naive with the two targets they wanted, but they still got, they still got, yeah? And it's not like you got, like, remember when Liverpool needed Van Dijk replacement and went and got to Championship?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not that.
1: You went and got a proven trophy winner that can do a role as a DM, and you went and got, like probably what you'd say is one of the most underrated wingers in English football at the moment. So for good money and you still got money there for the summer to go again. So, yeah. Um, but with us, back to us and our, our season yeah. has been a weird one. Um, it's started. it's starting to kick into gear now. Um,
0: that's what I'm scared of, man. I think you lot are going on a serious run and it starts from Liverpool just because of the sheer amount of, as you said, the whole UEFA business, the fact of genuine questions are being asked for Pep, the fact of you lot got still got a lot to play for and it's in the balance, the fact of, you know, his apprentice is causing a lot of problems for him. That's where I give you lot the tag of being the favorites because people can use, use Arsenal somewhat naivety, youthful naivety in a positive way, say so we've never been here before, but also feel there's a difference between being a hunter and the hunted. Right now, we're being hunted. You lot are the hunters, and your players, excluding the ones that have just walked in, have been here before. You lot know when to be excited, when to calm down, when to forgive yourselves. Because listen, there's, we got ten games. You lot got about maybe 11, 12. Both teams and are probably going to drop points.
1: Than, well, the, the 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 thing is, yeah, right. The way I see it is, if, if the best Man City can win every single Premier League game, right? We can. This is it. Yeah, it's been proven before. I'm not saying we will, by the way, but I'm saying the best. Man City. If no, we're not the really. best Man City, we don't win the league this season. We have to be the best Man City. If the best Man City win every single game, that means we take three points off Arsenal. Now, we still haven't won the league, so Arsenal still need to drop points somewhere. And this is the thing. Everyone's like, ah, oh, let's look at the games. And they'll they'll pick up games. And I'm like, why are you missing off the fact that we have to go to Brighton away, Brentford away, Fulham away. Brentford away is our last game of the season. Brentford away, yeah. So, we don't know, like, where it's going to happen. The other thing is things like we are still in the Champions League. We play Bayern away on a Wednesday.
0: And what do you then... make of that draw as well?
1: Because um, surely
0: one criticism of Pep, just as a neutral, maybe the fact that he hasn't delivered a Champions League trophy at City, even though I think that's a bit
1: harsh to just judge it as success because he's, taken, be he's taken
0: you up several levels, we Well, go on.
1: Will, yeah, he has. He's taken up levels. He's done things managers hadn't done, but... Um, Dominated the league, man. I can't wait to lose. But that will always hang over him. And yeah, facts. And the thing is that this is the way I see it. Yeah, is and is this has rattled a few Arsenal feathers. Robbie's it rattled massively when I've compared Arsenal in Europe to City in Europe. And the fact of the matter is, I'm comparing them because I see similarities. Yeah, when I see you, man, in the Europa League it reminds me of City in the Champions League, yeah? For those who don't know that, what you're
0: referring to, go into depth, bro.
1: In As far as, right, that we just don't look like we believe, yeah? And some some people don't believe in that. And, like, I've been having a conversation with a City fan today from abroad that's going on about, um, yeah, but, you know, with, he's talking too much football, right? And tactics. And I'm like, stop all that. Forget right? the emotional aspect of this, Tig, man. Forget all of that. Right. Everyone says Anfield away, the Bernabeu away on a European night is different, right? And it is. I've always believed in heritage, yeah. But You're I've right. been at the Bow last season, right? It is different because the whole place believes, yeah. And it's hard That's to okay, get that. You get that by having big nights in Europe, like, and until we went on that run that got us to the final, beating Dortmund, beating PSG, we didn't really believe. But that season was the first season as a fan base. We we're like, okay, you know what? Maybe. This can actually not, be done now. Not enough, though. Next season, so last season, we beat uh, PSG, believe, again in the Champions League. And then, then got we Real beat Madrid. Atletico away. Real Madrid at home. More big nights, yeah? But then we dropped against Real Madrid away. So when I look to the draw this season, right, firstly, that Leipzig home game the reason we brought in Haaland everyone says was for the Champions League last season when we played Real Madrid at home we failed to score enough goals and make the margin big enough yeah against Leipzig it's only Leipzig at home but we showed now we've got someone you were nasty to them man just talk about no mercy that was nasty that's saying you know what you come to the Etihad yeah and bro we haven't lost in the Champions League since 2017 at the Etihad no one talks on it but the Etihad I never even knew that bro like And we've we played Real, we played PSG, Dortmund, PSG multiple times. Um, that is a crazy statistic, I can't lie. No one says it. So when I looked to the draw, the first one, I was like, I don't want Napoli and I don't want Real, right? Because I think we need one more big game. Ideally, I wanted an AC or a whatnot. Dortmund, I mean, sorry, um, Bayern, not ideal. The biggest factor is Bayern second leg at the Allianz.
0: Awkward, bro. See, that's scary as hell. Yeah,
1: see that that's the thing about Europe, and that was that
0: that's why I can see the similarity you mm-hmm. said with, with Arsenal. I think with Arsenal when it comes to Europe, I think it's a mixture of being naive, I think it's a mixture of us just not taking Same our well. chances, and I feel I, this is just me. I feel one thing that kind of helps us with the league and kind of when you're, like you said, Champions League, Europa League, it's a different kind of beast. It's like there's always tomorrow sort of thing. Like we've had a near enough perfect season in, in, in what any Arsenal fan wanted to imagine. But when we've let ourselves down, right know, there's always next week. I felt we kind of fought that against Sporting Lisbon in the first leg and indirectly at end yeah. at home. Obviously, there isn't that case in the in Europe. That was or the in, in, in
1: exactly the same against Leipzig with us. At the end of the game, right, I went out to Leipzig and I was saying to all, everyone, I, I reckon it's going to be a two or draw, right? At the end of the game, I was pissed off and, and other fans walking past going, no, it's all right, it's all right, a draw, we'll take him back to the Etihad. And I was going, bro, it's not about the result yet. First half, great performance. Second half, performance, dog shit, like many games in the league. We're trying to win a league and win a Champions League. Half of the game we're performing like that. That's not good enough. It's not yeah.
0: sustainable, um, yeah.
1: So when I see the Bayern game, I think, oh, techie. But this I was on Man City's official channel for the draw, draw right? And I said you to you. up yourself for that. Good move. Here's what you have to look at. If we beat Bayern, which is tough, but you know what? Whether City go out in the final or go out in the last 16, everyone's going to judge City haven't won it again. So it don't really matter, right? If we That's beat true. Bayern, the the kahunas, the bollocks it gives us by beating Bayern is massive. But it's bringing the in the step, man, really. And then the second leg and his sorry, not the second leg, the the semi final draw happened the same day. If we beat Bayern and whether it be Real Madrid or Chelsea, I think it will be Real Madrid.
0: I hope the it'll second be Real Madrid. leg
1: of that will be at the Etihad, not at the Bernabeu. Yeah. That's massive. I think we can go burn about. You know what? Even if we lose 2-1, we'll bring them back to the Etihad and we'll smash them. So, and I honestly believe if we beat Bayern, we win the Champions League this season.
0: I mean, well, if you got, like, to be honest, you know, I'd probably have them. Napoli based on current form, but, you know, the yeah. Bayerns, the Real Madrid, they're the ones you're probably going to be looking out for. You kind of touched on it and I feel football fans are a bit illogical because you said like, one of City's problems historically, or to the fans, was, ah, oh, they ain't got a striker, they ain't got a killer in front of goal, yada, 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 yada. They went and bought Haaland now, and obviously some fans written him off in the community shield. Look how he squashed that. But my question would be, do you look? Because now the new thing is, you look look worse with Haaland. You look like you're playing with 10 men with Haaland and stuff. And I think that's BS, because Haaland's shown he's a goal scorer. I think he's got a lot more than that, but the man's brought in to score goals. I do think there is genuinely uh, some sort of, uh, like, problem with Haaland in the sense of sometimes it can be like playing with 10 men but you knew the player and I don't quite agree with that so what do you make to that
1: well it's not a Haaland issue yeah it's the fact that we're a team that's used to pep pep systems are based around dominating midfields like I said yeah so Haaland's got to get used to it let me right some people say they'd rather Nunes because apart from goals Nunes offers more Haaland has more assists than Nunes and Harry Kane together. I'd rather
0: Haaland. It's Haaland, man. <laughs>
1: well, it's Haaland, personally, but people won't talk about things. If you go and watch, Haaland's involved in build-up play of goals as well, yeah? I'm not saying, yeah, Haaland's... I don't agree with the
0: thing Harlan. that he just stands there because it's, it's, it's false. You even, can't
1: even, like, even like, for example, right, when I got asked in the summer, do I think Gabriel Jesus will score 15 goals plus for Arsenal? I said, why do you care? Your goal output will improve by having him in your team, yeah. Because the runs he makes will pull players out of position. And you've right? been proven like, right. Alvarez goal, tapping the other day. Watch Haaland's run to the near post. He was the ball was never going to the near post, by the way. But he made He's a run to the the near with post him, yeah. Pull players out of the way, and those type of things will never get spoke on. Um, Harland is has been brought in for me for clutch moments. We could have bought another false nine. And carrying Alvarez, he's unfortunate.
0: Harlan's there because he's a sick player in his own right, man. He's just gonna get naturally overshadowed because of yeah, yeah. They
1: can play together, bro. Most games they play together, they're both scoring. So, and he's just and this, he's just signed till twenty twenty eight.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I envy about you, lot, because players, it feels like players at your club two minutes. And they get more new deals and you're things. you are doing and I that now, with Robo, starting, bro. That's what i We you are starting to do it, you about. know. There's talk around Odegaard tied down until 2030. I think he'd be crazy to do that because it kind of kills your position of leverage to get a better contract as you're developing and things like that. Would you make it? Make to go back to Harlem, bro. What do you make of this? Because. I think you, you, City fans probably admit that he's probably not going to be there for ten years. He's been linked with Real Madrid once again in twenty twenty four, so that means he's what he would have been at City for two years. Do you buy into these rumors? Like, do you think when do you um, think he leaves if he leaves?
1: Do you know what, bro? When people use these to, ha ha, he wants to leave you. I'm like, but he, he never joined you in the first first place. He joined us. Um, when you have players like Haaland, you're buying someone with and you're buying someone based on their mentality and their obsession with winning, yeah? There this is, And I think this hasn't been spoken enough. You have to remember this season, if we don't win the league, yeah, there will be people that kind of try and blame Haaland, yeah? Now, if you've seen any interview with this man, he's obsessed with football. He ain't going to be cool with that. Exactly. Right? So when you talk about the players that now to get over the line, he's another one that wants to get over the line. Um, mentality monster, to be brutally honest. 200 million, I think, is his release clause. Um, bloody hell. 2024. I don't think here's the thing with Harlem, right? Is I mm. don't think Harlem will leave if his time at City hasn't been a success.
0: I'd Cause agree because this is I his dad's club and that man, he wouldn't want to leave without being a old, winner.
1: He had a purple patch while Harlem was there. They won't, he won't want that against his name because he, the reason why he will want to go Real Madrid eventually one day is because I've won everything at City, now I want to go and win some trophies in another And yes, yeah,
0: Real Madrid, uh, you can't turn that down if they ask for you as well. Some
1: might say Pep hasn't left City yet and he won't leave until we win the Champions League because when people have these massive mentalities and these, like, they don't, you don't want, want to prove the hate is night. right. Yeah.
0: Because I feel even without that, you know, obviously if Pep was to leave tomorrow, which in a nice way would be great for us, to, us normal teams to have a chance, but he would have been a success. But obviously they were leverage, the money spent, why he was brought to City, the Barca project, etc., cetera, et cetera. And as much as I feel these players and managers, they don't feed into it, obviously you, you're not wrapped up in a bubble. These are legitimate talking points. And I feel like kind of what you said, I think before you talk about the fans and everything, Harlan mm-hmm. will ask these things of himself. Pep will yeah, ask 100%. these things of himself and everybody else. I don't want to leave this question up there, but just just big up yourself, Raz. Uh, top five City players so far this season for you as well? Uh,
1: right, so my top three are Haaland, Ake and Grealish. Um,
0: Two of the new signings? Well, no, Ake's a lie. That was a season well, Ake, For me, still. Ake's
1: been City's best player this season, by the way.
0: He's done well because wasn't he going to leave in the summer? He's been convinced yeah, to stay. Well, now we've
1: at been a this season. Like the way he, the way he's picking up how to play that left side, like Zinchenko does now, is mad. Um, I also think with Ake as well. You've got to remember he had a good World Cup. He carried Van Dyke through that World Cup, in my opinion. So, um, so Ake, Harlan, um Rodri, and um, that last one's a tough one. Do you know what? The last one I could save for the end of the season, because it could be the the change in the team since Foden and Diaz, who've come back, has been massive, uh, like huge, huge, huge. Um, So I'd probably, I reckon by the end of the season, uh, it will be um, Diaz.
0: That's a good one. I meant to ask you as well. Obviously, summer comes. Where does City need to buy? Because you uh, mentioned right. defensively, oh. there's been whole leap of options. I do think you lot miss maybe two of the three of Zinchenko, Jesus and Sterling, just because what they gave you in terms of yeah. squad as well. Uh,
1: right. So for me, if I list the players that went last season, by the way, the ones we miss the most are Fernandinho the most. Oh, far. yeah, gosh, completely forgot he went. Well, none of the shit with Cancelo would have happened with a, with a Brazilian, with a Portuguese and <laughs> English speaking player. He would have beat him up quickly, man. Well, he would have just diffused all that crap. Uh, so Fernandinho, then Zinchenko, then Jesus, and lastly Sterling. Um but the the players we need, right, Laporte will be gone in the summer. And this is for, for us Port non
0: to cut you, but for, for for us non-city fans, why would you say he would be gone in the summer as well in Laporte? Ooh, Laporte. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um because look, Laporte has always been very clear he wants to be a starter. Yeah. We have to remember this is a man that changed his nationality. Because he wasn't starting, right? So, if That's he's done that for his country, he'll do that for a club. He don't support City, bro. He doesn't support City. I'm cool with that, yeah? So, um, there's links constantly with him, linking him back to Barcelona, where obviously a lot of his players he plays at international level with. And the te- for me, he's one of our best defenders. Last season, he played through an injury at the end of the season. got so over the Quality line, player, man. Left-sided oh, as well. Exactly. But there's been so many games where... Even Leipzig last week. Even uh, Leipzig, yeah, Leipzig last week. Pep's rotating. No sign of Laporte. He's fine. He's on the bench. Something's happened. I don't know what it is, but for me, it's not a This he will he will go. We we need to replace that because centre backs can always be an issue with injuries, and centre backs can lose you leagues. We saw it with Liverpool. So um, the right. funny thing is, the talk was Vardy, but then after that's an awkward conversation for a few weeks. Round City, can you imagine? The scouts are trying to tell Pep Vardio and he's like, what? <laughs> like first, first, first time back in training when, when Vardio arrives, Harlan's going to be looking at him like, bro,
0: what's going on there?
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we need, we need, um, for me, if he goes, we're going to need, need left center back. We do need a left back. Whether Ake's doing a great job, maybe that'll be his role moving forward, but we need cover because Gomez isn't it. Gomez is not, he's not it, man. Um,
0: yeah, man, he, he, I completely, until you said the name Gomez, I forgot about him. Nah, know. I oh, think I saw
1: him in the, was it Anderlec or something in the group
0: stages? I ain't really him. He's not looking at it. Season. Every time we see him, he
1: just don't look it. For me, Calvin Phillips, I'm not a fan of, neither. But I think he'll right. be given another season. Um, and then the other thing is, look, everyone's saying we need a winger. And I do think we probably need wingers. This is a hard bit. This is a jigsaw now. Because either Gundogan or Bernardo Silva, or maybe both will go. Right, I think Gundogan will sign a year extension personally because he's captain, same as Fernandinho did. I think he'll do year on year extensions. I think Bernardo, we will let go. Um, why because he wants to go, bro? We stayed for an extra year and a half. I'd love him to stay, we love Bernardo, but you know what? I think personally, to me, his wife wants to be back that side of the world, and sometimes you know, so, like, yeah, yeah, and well, well, exactly. all that. So, um, so we need a midfielder now. This is whether we go and get a winger and a midfielder or Pep goes, do you know what, phone Nor Grealish, you're going to drop deeper now and we're going to buy a winger or maybe we go, now we go and get Jude Bellingham. So, but we, I think that's what, it's going to be replacements but then we need one on top of. Like that, because Cancelo, I don't want him back at my club to be front with you.
0: Yeah man, let's talk about the Cancelo thing. Like, a year ago, I'm sure he signed a new deal. He still is, yeah, he but at the time he was seen as one of the best in the world, if not the best in his position. Can't buy a game, flogged on loan. He's been in and out of the buying team, it appears. Like, yeah. what's happened there, really? Like, because it's clearly not talent. It's clearly not talent well, or no. ability.
1: No, it's not talent. It's definitely not talent. And, right, so from Pep's point of view, for me, he's pretty perfect to the way Pep wants to play. Right? He's the blueprint for these inverted fullbacks, really and yeah. truly, man. Yeah. My issues with him is I've never, I compare him to Trent, yeah. And I'm, I also sing Trent's praise. I think this season, when people are being critical of Trent, I'm like, no, no, no. Trent is that brethren that's never been good with money, right? If you've lent him money, that's your issue. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know yeah. yeah. Ready, you need to start blaming yourself money. now if they're
0: short covers. That's a Trent's great analogy. Never been
1: good defensively, yeah, but usually Liverpool cover that. This season, they ain't covered it, so he's exposed. That's not on Trent, that's on the rest of the team. Because when you've got a player like Trent or Cancelo, that's a great, great point. That, that is that good in the role let them do their role right and that's Cancelo my only other issue with Cancelo is if you deep it your left back now Zinchenko
0: mm.
1: not this season last season and the season before at the start of the season he was our he was our reserve left back yeah. don't look at the end of both se- seasons by the end of both seasons he was our main left back yeah because Cancelo's form second half of the season for some reason always drops other thing, Cancelo has played for five teams in five years. Yeah, so there's something wrong. Yeah,
0: there's. I was going to ask you on that. So there's something wrong with Donny, like regardless of him and Pep, something
1: he does, whether yeah. it's his all saying they don't want to keep him. He's coming back. So
0: this is it. I'll, so there's got, there's got to be something with with the brother, really and truly. Like, and again, I think
1: so. Well, and know, look, like, there's got to be he bro. Him. bro, he the, the reason you it just all signed started, new deal. He returned back from the World Cup pissed off because Portugal had dropped him. Remember? Mm, They stopped mm. playing him in the World Cup, right? And then Pep played him against Chelsea as a winger, which, by the way, he played as a winger for one of the teams he played for before. might have been Valencia or something like that. played for a winger there, as a winger there. So Pep thought, I'm going to play you as a winger. And he lost his shit with Pep about being played there. And at that point, it's like, and then he threw a ball at Pep in training. Like, it's just... Childish, man. Childish, you're a big man. Well, to be not doing getting that way. So yeah, look, he's he's an elite player in the right system, but I do think there must be there must be mentality issues. And I think one of the main reasons Pep got rid of him is because he's good friends with Bernardo and Pep thought Bernardo's form's dipped because you're in his ear. We need this man just away from the squad because he's causing an issues.
0: The, and then it gets to a next player or whatever, and then suddenly
1: yeah. it's a snowball effect and when exactly. you're not exactly. fighting on all fronts. Same as the like Bamian, like, exactly the same as what Arteta does at your club. As, as it should be, man. Like yeah.
0: I, I, out of all the people that all, that Arsenal have got rid of, like Gündoğdu, Ozil, Abamian, I was the most shocked at Ozil purely because it's like when he first, when Arteta first came in, he was playing Abamian just because of this year when it happened on like the North London Derby and all of that, and then the way it happened, and because we wouldn't have had a striker, but you got to die on your sword, really, as a gaffer, really and truly, because if it yeah, doesn't yeah. go your way, then you feel like a dickhead even more now. So I understand it. And obviously, you know as well, player power is how you look after players or manage players and player power and how you navigate around that. That's arguably more important than the tactics, because long gone are the days, you can shout at a player, that's him. Nowadays, you shout at one, as you kind of said with Bernardo, He get, I mean, with Cancelo, he gets in the air, uh, Bernardo. Bernardo says, yeah, you're right, bro the next Portuguese fellow or, you know, I don't know, Grealish because he's friends with Mm -hmm. Bernardo, gets in his ear. Suddenly, everybody's questioning you and and you're stifled. Yeah, and
1: I I did hear, and this is why I said about with Fernandinho that I think he would have defused it because he was the English and Portuguese-speaking player, player, both sides. And I heard there was rumours that Foden and Diaz were getting involved and all of that stuff, yeah, it's causing issues. And here's the thing. De Bruyne and Gundogan are our two club captains, yeah? For me, I'm both amazing players, but again, I don't feel both have the qualities of leaders, yeah? So if you imagine you're not naturally a leader, and then a group of man them that all of them are your bedrooms start beefing each other, it's going to, and you don't know how to deal with it. And I think Gundogan and De Bruyne's form is they were like, I don't know how to deal with this crap. I don't know now, what think... to
0: do. I don't, I'm a, it's not that I'm scared, That's but I don't, fair, I don't know how to chat to this one and that one. Want... So I always
1: this. say it. Everyone knows the clip of De Bruyne where he's shouting at David Silva, let well, me Let speak. Me talk. Bro, a leader don't need to tell no one that they want to speak, in it. A leader facts. just wants not know to listen to it. So yeah. I think that on all of this has been like me and Steve are always talking it. We say there's been issues at City this season. Like there's issues at every club, every season. Like facts. But there's been there's been a lot of shit going on at City this season that we probably don't even know a quarter of it to be honest with you. So, do you feel a lot of not? I'm, I'm wary around to answer this
0: question, but I look at it and I try and put myself in some of the City players' uh, shoes, which I can't. You look at Gundogan, and you look at Bernardo, several of them. As you said earlier, you know, dons don't support City. It's a relationship of common interest. I'm a good footballer. You lot want to win. Let's do this thing. And when you've won, I on one hand, I believe once you've won one Premier <coughs> League or whatever, you're good, bro. Um once you've won one Premier League or whatever, you have the hunger to do it again. But then again, I can understand the flip side. You know, I've won it, I'm 20. Barcelona might yeah, want me this yeah. and that. Is there a question around
1: maybe? I, do you know what with hunger, that I think that is where it comes into? I always said this about the Liverpool team that won the Champions League first. And I always said when they win that when they win the league, yeah, players like Mane yeah, are gonna be like, I'm happy here, I'll stay here. But how are you going to keep me up here? Because if not, I'll go to a next country, win some next trophies. Come back some trophies and, in that. Yeah. Yeah. And and also, they're going to pay me a bit more as well, even better. And I think that's what it is. And Pep always speaks on it himself. You've got to remember, this is our third league in a row we're going for. Right. And at point, the Tottenham game that we ended up winning 4-2 at half time when we went 2-0 down. I, I wasn't happy. I, I nearly left the ground. Naturally, you won't, you won't be happy. I'll be 2-0 down against Spurs team, messing about. Well, but what it was is, is the way it happened. Two goals scored in like five minutes. Every player's head went that, down. That was the Emerson player. Royal the one, one innit? it? And I was like, look, the reason why you're pissed off is if you know your team's levels, yeah, and their levels aren't there, then, if they perform at that level, fine. Yeah. But if you know your players' levels and they're performing down here because they're not chasing every ball, and, and even more so, it's it's a Thursday night, fucking, you've finished work, you've rushed to the ground, yeah. You've exactly. paid more than usual, by the way, that week. Tickets seem to be more. And then you're seeing players on the pitch not chasing every ball and you're losing to Tottenham again, right? It's a bit like, come on, man. And you're buying it, like yeah. Back in- yeah, we've been we've been proper, like as city fans in particular, we've been taking a lot of shit off of fucking other fan bases to do him with the charge charges, and it's like ju- yeah, them lot ju- onto yeah. you lot on
0: Barcelona, man. They're praying on you lot's downfall. I mean, I'm praying on Barcelona, as I can't lie, but I ain't got a problem yeah. with City, man. I want my six Champions League back, mate. Like, <laughs> I can't lie to you. That's that's true, man. Do you feel again? I don't like the word rebuild, and I don't think City need a rebuild, but I look through some of the squad, I could see if Pepo, said, I could do yeah, I could see if he was that was to say. I want a centre-mid, I, I, I might want a centre-back, I might want a left-back, I might want a 1-2 winger. I don't feel there's a need for a massive rebuild, flushing bare players out, because you've got certain players that you know, the Folders, the Grealishes, a couple of players, of Rico Lewis, these players will take up central roles that one day, Kevin Gunduan naturally will have to leave. But do you feel there's, for want of a better phrase, now kind of time refresh. for a rebuild? Yeah, refresh. Yeah, I, think, refresh. I, think,
1: I think that's what happened in that period I'm talking of. I think Pep was looking at the players and I'm, at that point, I kept saying, the best city win the league. And like when we played you in the Cup, right, and everyone was saying that was City's best team, I said, that's not City's best team. That's City's in-form team, yeah? That's City's what Pep thinks players that actually still want to win. Like, yeah. you look at it, Walker wasn't... There was a bag of players that weren't playing in that game because their form this season has been not good enough. Like, Bernardo Silva, De Bruyne and Gundogan. This season, yeah, where we win leagues with them three, yeah, all of their form has dipped. We haven't been recycling the ball up top, right? We're inviting people back onto us because our midfielders are not doing their job. Like, being real about it, it's business end, they're starting to do it, but they have not been recycling the ball. The hunger has not been there to win not that do ball. Not what
0: world-class players typically do, that they've and, done and, previously. I, right? And I
1: think Pep was looking at some of them going, do you know what? Like, Rico's going to come in, Walker, and your hunger seems to have gone. Rico's going to come in and put in more of a shift than you are. So Rico is starting. And I think there's a lot of that. It was Pep testing players' mentality and ultimately Cancelo's mentality, you're gone. Like, whereas the ones that... Look, this is why I wish we still had Zinchenko. Every season...
0: All right, I'm loving, away from his ability, I'm loving what he's bringing to the club. I think that the fans of other clubs in the media, they're trying to, they're kind of making a circus of the team huddles, but Zinchenko. No, 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 and no, Bro,
1: Bro, he's oh, Bo, He's a, he's a madman, re- I, I love him. bro. it's been relevant, and I said this, remember when you beat Chelsea in a friendly in the summer 4-0, yeah? Yeah, he was a madman in That is Zinchenko and Jesus, yeah? Because they've gone in there. Right at that point, Chelsea and Tottenham were getting the game, getting the players they wanted to get. And other rival fan bases were trying to laugh at at Arsenal. And I thought, Zinchenko and Jesus will be there going, no, no, this is Chelsea. Like, we, we beat them every season, yeah? We're bro, not Zinchenko having... Zinchenko from the start said, I'm like challenging it. for the league. And he said, some of the players looked at him crazy. Now look, really. That is it, bro. Every season, Zinchenko stayed, fought for his place and won it, yeah? And that's what you need. John Stones, we love him because when we bought Diaz, there was rumours he could go. He said, "Now nah, I want to stay and fight for my place. That's what you need. You need players that want to do that. Because when the it shit comes out to pride, family, man. That when it gets this end of the season, they'll keep fighting.
0: And that's what you need because as you know, football's a crazy football's a crazy game. You know, you I'm pretty sure you've seen it, I've seen it. You can't just look at the Premier League table and say we're gonna win this, that, that, and the other. Actually, the games where I've looked at this season and gone, Oh, this is gonna be techie. It's actually been one-way traffic, you know. The games where I thought, yeah, you know what, three points business, as we saw with Bournemouth. And rep for the whole lot, yeah. It's a madness, and I think you lot last season, one of your most important fixtures. I can't remember the time, I think it was towards the end. I'm pretty sure it was Zinchenko against Villa is either this year oh. or the year before. Again, showing you why
1: you need squad depth and players to oh. stand, stand up. Zinchenko against Wolves last season, Wolves was our third to last game. Wolves away, was one the of them kind game of games. Right? There, De Bruyne scored four goals, yeah. But I was mm. at the game, bro. Zinchenko was fucking unbelievable that game. If if De Bruyne didn't get four goals, he would have got man of the match. Have you not have you clocked how good he is in the air, by the way?
0: Yeah, yeah. For us, for for not the tallest of guys, yeah, man. I'm, I'm in love with Zinchenko as a footballer, man. I don't think you lot are gonna sell us any more players now, but I'm happy with Zinchenko because yeah. I knew he was gonna come here. I didn't I knew how Arteta was gonna kind of use you. I knew you had Premier League experience, all of that jazz. But I always look at players because we've had it before when they've been at bigger clubs or, or one stuff with bigger managers. They come here and it's a holiday London lifestyle. Arsenal's wavy, all of these things. Zinchenko is, looks like one of the most hungriest guys. Like When I see him play, he behaves like a young player that's been on the bench about 10 million times and not made his debut. Jesus the same. You know? I feel Jesus has been done a bit dirty now with his injury because he was probably our signing of the season slash maybe Premier League. Zinchenko's kind of been the Arsenal flag bearer in
1: that regards so you're right in that regards man but, you really know what it is one thing I'd say on them two you're spot on with that yeah is um, with both of them they've been right through City what they've learned is you can be you can be a regular starting every single week yeah right mm. and win nothing or you can be a squad player part of a team yeah and at the end of the season end up with one two three trophies yeah Jesus and Zinchenko, there's reasons why Arteta got them mentality, exactly. not just the fact they know how to play football and play in transition and all of that and work triangles. Jesus pressed from the front, all of that. They also know what it takes to win trophies.
0: There right. you have it. They what it takes. And I'd throw obviously he's not won the league, but I'd throw Jorginho into that as well. This is, oh, 100%, to, yeah. this is why, oh, for me, experience is overrated, it but it can't level. be overstated, fam. Well,
1: oh, really he's won a Champions League. And yeah. you've got to remember, when he won a Champions League that season, people were putting him up for the Ballon d'Or, yeah? So, he was pivotal. He finished third as well, team. yeah. So.
0: Right, so, Madness. Obviously, I know you're pressed for time. My last question would be for you. Obviously, you can see our two run-ins now for an Arsenal perspective. Evidently, I think if we are to win this league title, I don't mathematically it's possible, but I don't see a world where we lose to City twice and we win this league title. At best, we have to draw, but I'm nervous about going to the Etihad. Obviously, we're playing a couple of teams fighting relegation. Anfield speaks for itself. Chelsea at home, formal not speaks for itself. Newcastle speaks for itself. Now, obviously, I can speak from an Arsenal perspective. Where you at with the fixture list, starting with Liverpool, really? Because that's on paper, that's a massive game for both teams, really. With
1: what Liverpool, yeah, 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 it still is. You know what it is, bro. As a, as a city fan, yeah, I'll be honest, especially this season, because we we haven't done our big runs this season. We've like I think we've just done three league games in a row, three league games in a row. With yeah, I'm them, still yeah.
0: waiting on the ten games, you know. I'm still I oh, keep saying on my channel the they're thing. gonna do it, oh. they're gonna do it, and they never do oh, it, and but fans that's are where at where I am really
1: That's where I am as a fan. It's like, I can't... I don't want to be like all the content creators going one game at a time, yeah? But because we haven't hit that, I'm like, we can only look one game at a time. So right now, Liverpool at home. But if I look at it, because I always pick out certain games, and I've said it before, Brighton, Fulham and Brentford away, yeah? Do you know what? We've even got Everton away as well.
0: And that's what that's like for me, because for us, not I know it's about City, but... You're fighting for your life. You're fighting for your life. You're trying to get yeah. Europe. You're trying to get Europe. Personal pride. We're fighting for the league. You're fighting for your life. You're fighting for the life. You know, Liverpool, you're fighting for your life. Leeds. Anfield is Anfield, isn't it? And it comes down to personal pride.
1: But so, do you know what? People say pressure make diamonds, yeah? This is and it. Or it bursts, Even, it even when, you, when you came back against Bournemouth, I was with the load of the City lot in the pub after the game, right? And they were like all pissed off. I said, do you know what? The thing is, if Bournemouth beat arsenal today yeah we'd go to crystal palace with no pressure and drop points right the fact we now have to win if you deep it everyone says city business end of the season is the best city we need pressure if we don't have pressure we act dumb we need it's a pressure. privilege it's oh. a
0: privilege and I think that goes to I think that goes with everyone it's like us content crazy yeah. if we don't have pressure to build anything or be consistent then it all goes down the toilet essentially yeah. and it's funny you said that because today I well, Tab police would have to arrest me. I've got too many tabs. But Jesus was saying, I was watching some of his comments and he was like, I keep telling my play, my teammates, this is the best time of the season. I'll look at him like, Jesus, are you sure? But now that you said that, I'm like, right, all right. it's because you've been here before sort
1: of thing. But well, the the thing is, yeah, people will say if city win right. I've said it, if we just win the FA Cup this season, that's not a good season for us, yeah.
0: No, that's an L for City.
1: So right now, where we are is where we should be right? The the one objective Pep always has is compete in every single competition. Right now, yeah, like, I'm looking at thinking fucking hell, I'll get back from Munich on a Thursday afternoon and potentially I'm travelling down to London for an FA Cup semi-final on a Saturday, yeah? See,
0: the commitment crazy. But,
1: that's what this is, bro, when I was young and I was doing fucking one game a week because that's all we were in and we were generally losing that, yeah? That's, I don't, I'll if we have to go back there, I'll go back to there. But I can't moan about what we're doing. You know what? If we end up not winning any of it, we've been in every conversation till the end. So uh,
0: it's, it's it's an absolute it's an absolute joke, man. What City have accomplished? And from a neutral point of view, I know I'm an Arsenal fan. You can't admire you. you can't not admire it. I always say on my live streams like we might, we're never going to be City because the dynamics are different. But naturally if you want to be the best boxer or most consistent boxer you might look at Tyson or Mayweather if we want to do what City have done we not we need to look at how they got there and there's many other reasons but among everything I would say it's the hunger it's the mentality it's the consistent need to think that you haven't achieved anything to keep going man I know you're pressed for time so let people know where they can find you what content you've got to come and Um, never a foul
1: yeah just find me on never a foul um and other channels dr sports occasionally city occasionally yeah um got a new city channel coming out soon means d and mcfc lads are setting one up um and yeah man that's it Bless for having me on and we need to get you on 100% minor man
0: yeah man we'll talk we'll talk i need to make my debut on never a foul on the topic of never a foul people even if you're on twitch but if you're on youtube you do not need to type anything just look at the title and click the account And subscribe, check out the content, smash the like button, boost the engagements, man. Daps, it's been amazing being here with you, my guy. But let me let you go, man.
1: Love, love, love.
0: Peace, peace. Safe. love it. Yeah, so let him get out of here. Obviously, people, you know, that was fantastic. That was was a fantastic chat in relation to Arsenal versus City. Not going to lie, I'm shook. I'm shook, people. I'm shook because you see the thing with Arsenal, yeah? Let's be real, Arsenal fans. Shout out Mikel Arteta. Big up what the players are doing. Shout out everybody from the fans to the players, to the staff, to the atmosphere, everything. There's something special in the water right now. (sighs) But it's like we've sat here from August and gone, yeah, we're happy. But it's like every week that goes on, it becomes more and more realistic. It becomes more and more tangible. And for me, Arsenal, you need to bring this home if we are in a title race, because you've made me believe, even if it don't work, shout out to Mikel Arteta and everything, because everything I want to see in my team is there, but now it's about going and going and going. And next season, like everyone, I want to see this again and again. This has been a positive surprise. I want to get back to when Arsenal was expected to do this. I'm sure if some of I definitely big up you, lot, I definitely see some Man United fans in the chat, how Eula are as well, like historically, and things like that. So we'll have to see. But as I said, make sure you're following Never a Foul. Appreciative to everybody that's been tuned in as well. Let me see what you're saying before I get out of here. What's your thoughts on Grealish in the summer, bro? We're not getting Grealish, like <laughs> Grealish is. Finally found his feet at City. As I always say, any player that it doesn't surprise me when players go to Manchester City and initially struggle, even I'm pretty sure on paper, Harlan has not struggled, definitely not. But I'm pretty sure if you was to ask him, there's certain things he's struggling with or certain things he had to relearn. It's like going through school, everything you're taught, you know, ABCs, joint handwriting, one plus one equals two. You do all of that. You go to university. And then you go into a next, you know, master's degree and Pep Guardiola is your coach. And he sits there. I mean, you're your, your teacher. And he says everything you've been taught is a lie. I'm going to rework everything. That's what happens. Grealish had to learn. He had to. I think he needed to get more confidence. I think he had to understand what Pep demanded of him and find that balance from what you're demanded of technically and tactically with what's got you to this point. And I think he's done that, man. You know, one thing I like about what Grealish is doing at City, I remember Southgate's comment, you know, about how I kind of alluding to I don't trust Grealish defensively. For a large part, I remember I don't remember if it was at at White Hart Lane or if it was at the Etihad, yeah. But I remember doing a watch along, and City were poor today. And I remember saying, "Look how Grealish is defending, you know." So it's Grealish is a bad boy footballer, isn't it? And he's going to be at City for a number of years if City and you know if Daps is able to talk to them. If you want to sell us these Grealishes, Alvarez, Arlen's not that good, man. Let us have Arlen, man, Arlen. Bro, anybody, anybody that City want to get rid of Diaz. Respectfully to my options, why not? But on a serious note, man, it was a great convo and it was a good convo being here with you lot. You lot across Twitch and YouTube make the platform for what it is. Obviously today I've been part of three live streams. I've done a video just before we went live. Now I did a video with uh Babs, so that will be out soon. Um, check out the rest of the content. There's bare content to come for you lot people. I'm still trying to get more collabs. Admittedly, big up Tom as well because he was at nine a.m. Admittedly, you know, between doing the collabs and cutting up clips, you know, there's not enough time. But check out the rest of the content. Make sure you're following on Twitch, subscribing, all of that good jazz people. Again, I hope you lot are having a great week. I hope you lot are well and safe. If you haven't smashed the like button, smash it. And I'll see you lot again soon, man. One love. <laughs> down <laughs> <laughs>